identity. Dr. R. Malik asks Malcolm Rivers about his mum. Rivers' mum was a whore, locking him in motel rooms while she worked. Rivers stands accused of murdering six residents of the Lakeworth Apartments on May 10th, Rivers' birthday, four years prior. Assistant District Attorney Greg tells District Attorney Gary there's a midnight hearing in the Rivers case. The defence found a diary misfiled in evidence. It's a stormy night. Larry's drinking alone, watching Wheel of Fortune behind the desk of a motel's reception when George York bursts in carrying his wife Alice. Flashback to a burst tyre when George is driving his family. George finds it was a stiletto heel. Flashback to Hooker Paris driving, fumbling behind her for her Zippo lighter. The suitcase blows open in the wind and clothes and a stiletto fly out. While George fixes the tyre, Alice is hit by a limousine. Flashback to Ed driving Caroline Suzanne. Ed searches for her other phone battery, then hits Alice, who bounces off his windscreen. Ed pulls into the motel, Larry's phone isn't working, but St. Jude's Hospital has a 24-hour emergency, 30 miles east. Larry charges Caroline $30. She asks if it's nice, sliding a 50 across the counter. Larry says eight's very cosy. Lou and Ginny take Ed and Paris back to the motel, since Ed's car fell into a runoff. Paris asks Larry if they're still serving food. Larry's hostile. Ed learns Alice didn't pack a sewing kit. Rhodes arrives, telling Larry his transporting prisoner, Robert Maine. Ed has someone who could use an ambulance. Rhodes's radio fails, so Ed requests a needle and thread. Larry suggests the diner. Ed stitches Alice's neck. Larry opens ten. Maine is soon cuffed to the toilet. Rhodes compliments Ed's stitch job. Alice's pulse is shallow, but steady. They should keep her comfortable. Caroline takes her phone outside, seeking a better signal. She's attacked, and blood spatters on the shower curtain she's using for the rain. Ed finds Caroline's severed head. 
Bodes notices the key to ten. Mains escaped through a window. At the midnight hearing, Judge Taylor wants to begin. The defence lawyer suggests waiting for Rivers. The justices called Taylor in the middle of the night to review a case he's already sat on and already decided. Taylor requests black coffee. Ed announces Caroline Suzanne was murdered and Officer Rhodes' convict has escaped. Ginny feels unsafe and marches to the door, then is comforted by husband Lou. Ed wants Larry to come with him to help look for Maine. Ed tells Paris to stay and keep everybody calm. Paris learns Ginny and Lou have been married for nine hours. Ginny marches to their room. She tells Lou she's not actually pregnant. She lied because Alison saw Lou at the hawk with a girl. Lou says in the strongest terms that Alison likes messing with Ginny's head. Lou's banging on the bathroom door subsides. Ginny investigates and sees the shadow of a knife-wielding person. She quickly climbs out a window. Ed, Rhodes and Larry arrive to find Lou dead. Maine gains entry through a random window and bizarrely sees the motel he just escaped from. Ed and Rhodes overpower and restrain him. Larry should watch Maine. Paris should watch Ginny. Larry isn't comfortable with guard duty, although Maine's unconscious and tied to a post. Paris returns to her luggage. Ed asks what she's doing. She asks him the same. He's taking evidence photos. Paris says he doesn't need to. There's an active duty cop outside. Ed says Rhodes just lost a convicted killer. Paris asks when Ed was born. Ed says May. Paris says Taurus. Same as her. Ed was a cop in Los Angeles. There was a jumper. Pregnant. AIDS infected. Strung out. One of the doomed. Ed was trained to be optimistic. But he couldn't think of one optimistic thing to say. So she spread her arms and jumped. It badly affected Ed. So he filed for medical. He notices room key nine in Lou's hands. Ed asks Rhodes where the key from Caroline is. 
Then Rhodes discovers Maine dead. A baseball bat deep in his throat. While acknowledging it's his bat, Larry pleads innocence. Rhodes finds room key eight and asks if it's Larry's. Larry accidentally drops a box containing cash and Caroline's Gucci wallet. He admits he took the wallet, but only after Caroline died. Larry immediately has a knife to Paris's throat. She elbows him, they tussle, and a frozen corpse falls onto her. Larry starts driving off in a truck, but accidentally kills George. The court refused River's insanity plea. In 1986, the Supreme Court ruled that states cannot execute a person who does not understand why he's being put to death. River's diaries contain entries made just before the murders, exhibiting spectacular changes in handwriting style, tone, point of view. They're the private thoughts of several different people. There's no universally efficacious treatment for dissociative identity disorder. One attempts to move the patient towards integration, a folding of their fractured psyche. Larry's restrained, but gives his story. He went to Vegas the month before and lost everything. The motel was deserted, so he walked into the office and saw the manager dead. Then a salesman asked for a room. Larry took the 30 and gave him a room. He put the body in the freezer until family or someone else came along. No one came just more guests, so Larry checked them in too. Paris and Ed say Larry's story so unbelievable, it might be true. Ginny says a hundred years ago, the government moved some Indians there. They all died of thirst. Rhodes says no one's gonna move. If they do, he'll shoot them. Ginny suggests all the guests are connected. Paris was going home to Florida. Larry was born in Florida, Polk County. Paris was born there. She asks which town. Larry says Mulberry. Paris says frostproof. Paris found an orange grove for sale on the internet. Nine acres, twelve hundred trees, limes and oranges. According to the realtor, the soil needs a few tills. 
phosphorus. Lanes need reading, but it's good land. Alice passes away. Rhodes finds room key six under her bed. Paris asks where seven is. They reverse the truck and find room key seven in George's pocket. Ed tells Paris she, Ginny and Timmy should drive away. Ginny's car explodes. Larry and Rhodes extinguish the flames, but there's nobody inside. They then discover all the recent corpses have vanished. Paris shouts what the hell do they want? She's turning 30 soon, and she just wants to grow oranges. Larry, Paris, Rhodes and Ed all realise they share the same birthday. The driver's licence scans bear this out for the murder victims also. Ed says Ginny and Lou, Easyana. Virginia and Louisiana. Caroline, Carolina. Paris, Nevada. George, York. Larry, Washington. Rhodes, Rhode Island. Ed looks at a map of the country and says Ed, Dakota. Ed's dressed like Malcolm Rivers. Malik asks where Ed's been. Ed was driving an actress and they got stuck at a motel because of a storm. People started dying and their bodies vanished. When faced with an intense trauma, a child's mind may fracture into dissociated identities. Rivers developed multiple personality syndrome. Edward is one of these personalities. Ed smiles incredulously. He sees Rivers' face in a reflection and asks, in the strongest terms, what they did to his face asking why he's tied up and wrenching his restraints. Malik tells Edward they were all created by Rivers as a child. Rivers is undergoing a medical treatment which forces all his identities to confront one another. Malik says one of the personalities Rivers has met that night committed the murders four years earlier. He took control of River's body and released an unspeakable rage. In 19 hours, Rivers will be executed unless Malik can convince Judge Taylor the killer is gone. Ed feels rain on his hand, now aware. Paris goes to Rhodes' car. The radio's destroyed. 
she finds a mugshot of Rhodes and a mugshot of Maine. Flashing back, Rhodes stabs a prison transport driver to death through the seat. Rhodes then dresses in the driver's uniform. Paris discovers the corpse in the boot and can't find Ed or Larry. Rhodes demands the truck keys. Larry knocks Rhodes to the ground and says they should leave. Paris says Ed has the keys. Rhodes kills Larry. Paris runs off and into Ed. Rhodes demands the truck keys. Rhodes and Ed fire at each other. Ed soon kills Rhodes. A dying Ed tells Paris he saw her in an orange grove. Next morning, Paris is driving. Rivers is tranquil. Rivers' body committed the murders, but the person inside did not. The destruction of ten identities happened in the past few hours. Nine innocent, one guilty. The violence in Rivers is nullified. It's the recommendation of the court that Rivers' execution be stayed. Rivers will be transferred to state psychiatric services under the care of Dr. Malik. Paris drives through orange groves. She starts tilling the earth and finds room key one. Timmy is scowling behind her. Rivers is twitchy. Timmy was responsible for all the murders at the motel. Malik asks Rivers what's wrong. Timmy impatiently smacks his hand with a garden tool. He says whores don't get a second chance. Timmy attacks Paris and Rivers strangles Malik, attacking the driver next. As I was going up the stair, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. I wish, I wish he'd go away. Starring John Cusack, Ray Liotta, Amanda Peet, Rated 15, directed by James Mangold, released in the UK 2003, runtime 1 hour 30 minutes.